Coach Mack, welcome back to the to the podcast. Hey, Zach. Uh, thanks again for having me. Always good to be back on. Heck yeah. I mean, we text a bunch and, and all that, but it's good to have you back on the official uh, the official show here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shoot, we the last time. Well, we talk, we text all the time, but you, the last thing you did, we did kind of together, football wise, is you came down and put on a, a power T camp for us. That was really, that was awesome. Man. I want to get your thoughts, kind of how you, uh, yeah. What, what was your first impressions when you when you just drove into Buckhannon? What was yeah, your well, like, you know, thought? Me and Coach Eagle will take that uh, five and a half, six hour drive down to Buchanan, and uh, looks a little different from Southeast Michigan. Mm. You know, a lot more hills in West Virginia than in uh, Southeast Michigan, for sure. But, um, no, we we were really impressed with the kids and how hard they worked. And, you know, for trusting two guys that they have never met in their life to and doing exactly what we say and being yes, sir, no, sir, kids. And uh, we were really impressed with you know, just their work ethic, their mannerisms, and their eager, their eagerness to get better, which mm. is really a testimony to you and your staff because you can't you can't buy eagerness. You can't buy kids that want to get better. You can't coach kids to want to get better. They either want to or not. And I really believe that all the kids we worked with down there in our three days down there in West Virginia, um, they really wanted to get better. And some of them were, uh, it was incredible. I mean, top five of my 18 seasons of doing this football, top five, and some of these kids are in my top five of really wanting to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we enjoyed ourselves. Um you and your staff are nothing but first class to us, and we enjoyed our time down in West Virginia, and we look forward to going back in the future. Heck, yeah. So you stayed at a first-class facility here, the <laughs> Bicentennial, and you were the only guest. Is that what you, is that, was that, was that right? Yep. Was, yeah, we were the only guest in, a, in the only hotel I've ever seen. That was a hotel with a dentist office on the first floor, but uh, hey – you know, if you're coming in from out of town, you know, it's a win-win, I guess. But, uh, no, it was, a, like I said, it was, a, everything for us was first class. We're, we're kind of no-nonsense kind of guys. Um, mm-hmm. Me and Coach Eagle, we've started to try to make this a little bit of a side business for us. In addition to coaching and our in our day jobs, which for me is a teacher and he's a manager for uh, the U-Hauls and, Lucas County in the Toledo, Ohio area, but uh, for us it was a it was a great experience. I mean, you know, you couldn't ask for better kids and and your coaching staff as well. You know, we kind of as in our drive down there, we wondered, you know, like, well, how's this coaching staff going to respond to two guys from, you know, out of town coming and saying, hey, you got to do this this way and this way, mm-hmm. practice these drills and do these coaching points and we couldn't have asked for a better coaching staff to work with. There was no egos. There's no, well, I'm going to do it this way, or I've always done it this way. It was just, okay, cool. And very receptive, very humble, down-to-earth guys. And, and it reflected in the kids, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciate you 
first of all, coming down and doing, doing this. I mean, I think it's something that if you're a program out there looking to run the T, I think contacting you is something they need to do because it's not only you and coach Eagle, it's also your connection of people that yeah. you know that you say, hey, reach out to this person. And you're so humble because you'll say, hey, if you like this little piece better from somebody else that runs the T, please use it. Right. And that is such a, a sign that you are so comfortable in what you're doing and you know you know it so well. You know, and that's that's really that's really awesome. Yeah. It- Everything I know comes from someone else. I, I've been very, very fortunate in my career and in my life to uh, be around some really good co- coaches. I mean, you know, Jack Jarmo, who was my high school head coach, probably the best tea coach, power tea coach in the state of Michigan, um, who, Zach, you've gotten to meet, um, at least, be, you know, on the phone. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the best. And most winningest coaches as well and you know through over my years of uh, coaching this and being in different spots across northwest ohio and southeast michigan i've been really fortunate to work with some hall of fame and guys that are going to be in the hall of fame type coaches and um everybody does it a little differently and i do it a little differently you know but at the end of the day I know what I'm good at, and I think that's the key to being a good leader is, you know, is knowing what you're good at and know what you're not good at mm-hmm. and knowing what your area expertise is and knowing who you should defer to. And um, I have no issue deferring to, hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not too comfortable in this, but this is a guy who I know is, and uh, I think that's just something you learn along with leadership. Absolutely. So after our our clinic, you actually started a, a website. Talk about that a little bit. And we kind of bounce back and forth between yeah, the sure. in-person clinic and, and the website. Sure. So it's a old school football LLC. Um, you can find it online at old school football works. So it's all one all together. Old school football works dot weebly dot com. Um, I haven't purchased the dot com domain for it yet but mm-hmm. uh you can i'm sure you can figure out a way to put it in the description or something but um, oh, it'll be in the show notes absolutely yeah and then you can uh, or you can contact me and over the summer and going forward i mean besides you know i i love doing the the on-site install camps like i did me and coach mm-hmm. eagle did with you mm-hmm. i'd like to continue doing that two or three times a summer and then, but also do Zoom clinics with schools and, which I've done a couple other of those with schools in Northwest Ohio and Michigan as well. Um, and then I've also done some special team stuff as well. Um, mm. You know, because that's my, during the season, that's really what I do is I do the offensive line and special teams. And then I coach, I help with the offense as well, but. Um, I guess by title or whatever you want to call it, I'm the special teams coordinator. But um, that's another area of football that I've really got, you know, I, mm. I'm trying to continue getting better at. And uh, I like conversing with other coaches about. What made you, I think we may have talked about this on the first podcast. 
What made you want to get into special teams so heavily? Because sure. that that's a niche. That's something that a lot of Except, people don't well, do. Well, ju- you just said it. Is So after I left Dundee as a head coach and I joined the staff, the coaching staff at St. Mary Catholic Central, which is my alma mater, um, I, I, I had already been in the building for two years as the director of special ed, or they call it the director of inclusion, but it's director of special education and teaching special ed. I was teaching gym class. Um, but I wanted to be able to bring some to the table that I thought could be a niche for uh, Coach Kip and his staff who had ju- were just coming off a state championship. And I didn't want to just say, hey, I'll help you at the offensive line because, you know, you know, I wanted to be able to bring something more. Mm. And I, I love football. It's, you know, some people unwind their day by, you know, having a cold one or reading a book or, I don't know, painting or whatever they do. But for me, it's, you know, it's watching film. It's studying football. It's something that just, that's how I unwind from the day. And uh, for me, special teams is an area that I felt that could, I could use personally some more growth in. Mm. And over the last couple of years as a head coach and then going into um, my position at SMCC, I felt more comfortable in and and I think if you you know I mean you could tell me this too is you know based on your coaching experiences across your you know where you've been and and I'm sure other coaches could attest to this as well is special teams is probably the most neglected area in high school football oh yeah no doubt so yeah no doubt so for me to and it was cool for me because it was like great man these are this is another group of college coaches and high school coaches that I can reach out to and network with. And, and I was really fortunate because the spot, honestly enough, I mean, like one of my first uh, phone calls and emails to was the special teams coordinator at Michigan state university. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately he wasn't available, but uh, his, uh, I don't know what you call it, analyst, I guess is what they call it was available at the time. Shane Graham, who mm. was, Virginia Tech legend, legend for the Cincinnati Bengals and a few other teams. He was available, and I got to go up there and spend a morning and early afternoon with him, and it was awesome. That is so cool how people. Yeah. Well, well the good ones will just give you their time. Yeah. They'll say, hey, just come and learn and take what you want. Yeah, well, the crazy thing was is, you know, when you, you talk to these guys, especially special teams, and they're like, yeah, nobody comes to visit with me, or nobody comes and calls us. That is Everybody crazy. Everybody wants to learn about, you know, the new latest and greatest scheme on offense or the newest coverage on defense, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like, awesome, man. And, you know, I'll go spend six hours of my day in Michigan State's football office, and – but – uh. Like and you said, you said those guys were so humble too. That's one yeah. of the things that you you blew yeah. me away when you're talking about those guys. One of the you know my the great story I tell everybody from that visit is, um, well, I'm watching film there with Coach Graham. I have somebody tap me on the shoulder and say, "Hey, Coach, do you want a coffee?" And I say, "Yeah, sure," and tell him you know cream and sugar. Okay, thanks. Not thinking anything of it as we're watching his film of uh, pump blocks. And comes back and brings me my coffee. Say hey, thanks. I turn around and it was Coach D'Antonio. That is wild. And he said, "I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Thank you, Coach, for having me." He's like, 
oh no, thank you for coming and visiting us. It's like, who am I to thank me? You know, like who, mm. you know, but uh, that just goes to show you, you know, the character of some of these guys. And um, I'll tell you, speaking on special teams, what reminds me, I'm, re- I'm listening to an audio book right now. I try to read or listen to 100 books a year. I'm listening to the audio book by Mike Westoff. Mm. He was the special teams coordinator. I think his last job was the special teams coordinator for the New York Jets under Rex Ryan. But mm. his claim to fame is he was with the Dolphins under Don Shula. Mm. And uh, he was with Tom Landry at one time and uh, Chuck Dole and it's really interesting, though, to hear him because he was on the front end of special teams coordinators in the NFL and mm. where you should just be like, hey, you line up here, you line up here, go down and get the ball and go tack, you know. And That sounds like high school. I mean, yeah. I can, I'm being honest. I've, I've been like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Mike Westoff in his book, it's called Figure It Out because – but – uh. He said he didn't get he wasn't good as a special teams coach until he started meeting with the offense and defensive coordinators and understanding like blocking schemes and blitzing scheme block blitzing schemes and the whys behind blitzing schemes. Mm. So when you know as he was developing kick returns, he really had a bunch of guys trying to block down and somebody with a kick out and somebody pulling around to lead through to mm. block and. Which is, you know, your power off tackle today, but. Mm-hmm. And then on his kickoff, you know, a bunch of guys were, you know, going through. He defined kickoff as going through gaps and it was somebody coming huh. around for an overload. And it, it's really, it was actually, it's a really insightful book if you ever get a chance. Um, mm-hmm. Audible through Kindle has a 30 day free trial. So that's what I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. But. Coach, so. You read a hundred books a year. You're, you're the director of inclusion. You coach football. Do you get up like at three thirty and you don't go to bed till one thirty? Is that how you do it? You sleep like two I, hours a night. I I don't get enough sleep. That's for sure. I don't get enough sleep, but uh, I try to be efficient with my time. You know, um, when I'm driving, whether it be to practice or uh, to wherever I'm going, you know, I'm either listening to a book. Um, as the director, you know, a special ed for inclusion at SMCC, I kind of have a weird schedule where I don't, I sometimes have more than one planning hour because I have administrative hours and such. Mm-hmm. But I'll try to make use of some of that time mm. and, uh, and read a book. Um, my way of unwinding at the end of the day before bed is reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I usually have two or three books going at once. I have something for the cars, something at school, and something for before bed. And, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. We have our own little book club going. Like, you'll send me a book, I'll send you a book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I a, it's like the coach's book club. Like I said, I have a bunch going. And it's, and it's funny because in my parents in their basement, I have tubs and tubs full of books. Um, mm-hmm. My dream one day is to have a house with like a library in it. So, uh, oh, nice. Uh, have you, have you ever seen Scott Hahn's library? No, I haven't. No. Oh, if you Google it, you can, there's uh, not Google. Well, I guess you could Google it, but there's a YouTube of him showing somebody his library. He lives in Steubenville, Ohio. 
Yeah. It's impressive. He has a legit <laughs> now it's like Catholic books and things of that nature, but sure. It's, a, it's not football, but it's a legit library. <laughs> yeah, man. I have everything from football to history, um, you know, Catholic mm-hmm. books, um mm-hmm. bi- biographies, a little bit of everything. Um I just think it's, you know, obviously it helps you develop your vocabulary and keeps you sharp, but uh mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it can it helps you take your mind off the stresses of life. So, mm, absolutely. So, what you know, this all season we've been talking you know, almost every day since, since the winter about power tea, you know, different life things. When in your mind did you say, "Hey, I want to start this," like going and clinicking with people? Because there maybe there's guys out there that want to do this with their stuff. Like what in like, how did your brain connect the dots? Like, Hey, how do, how can I do this? How can I make it affordable? Cause you guys are very affordable. I mean, we did like a t-shirt sale Um, and it was, it was good. You know what I mean? As far as like networking with other coaches, I would say now I'll, I'll do it from two points of view. As far as like going and networking and sitting down with other coaches, and trying to pick up something from them and they pick up some from me probably my third or fourth year of coaching and what's cool about that is is like i was going to see all these division three and nia coaches who and just like hey can you teach me teach me about your uh spurn out pass protection or your slide prep your half slide pass protection uh your whatever mm-hmm. and what's cool is is you know i was i started coaching when i was 19 years old varsity coaching varsity when i was 19 years old and um you know now i'm about to be 36 here and i don't know seven days eight days something like that oh coach happy birthday oh my goodness fantastic yeah getting up there but uh what's cool is is now all these guys have moved a lot of these guys have moved on to big time jobs in division Mm -hmm. one power five schools and it's it's cool because I still try to connect with them once a year, twice a year, you know, it might just be to say, you know, Hey, Merry Christmas and, or Hey, happy birthday or Hey, how's things going? And, but a lot of them moved up the ranks, but, um, as far as, you know, helping others, as far as install the power T, I would say probably, uh, I started trying to do that, like clinic others are being invited to speak at clinics probably in the last five to six years. Um, I'm, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm always honest and hu- I try to be honest and humble when I talk that everything I know has come from someone really good that, and I just happen to be able happen to be there. Mm. Um, I'm not afraid to share what we know or what we do. Um, I'll tell you what's worked for us, what's worked for me, and and I'm not saying that's the answer, but it's wor- I'm just telling you what's worked for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it, I think it's definitely I felt more comfortable doing it once I knew the the uh, hey this is why it works well. But this is what can hurt me. This mm. is what can hurt it. And uh, once you know the ins and outs of it, instead of selling, I think, you know, the issue with some coaches that go out there and they sell their offense or defensive system is, as they sell it as being infallible. Like, hey, if you sell, you know, install 
X, Y, and Z scheme for a thousand dollars, you know, you're or guaranteed your money back and do this, this, and this. But you know what? It's they don't know your kids. They don't. They don't. Yes, they know what can hurt the offense, but they're not going to tell you, hey, if you see this and this, you might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to sit with you in the game and help you, you know, make the adjustments. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, where something I'm trying to do with what me and Coach Eagle have done is I'm trying to keep it to a small base of people we're helping right now mm-hmm. because, I'll, you know, it's it's a two-man show and we'll help out coaches and obviously we can't be there at your games and help you, but we'll certainly watch film and afterwards and tell you, Hey, you know what, if you would have done this, this probably could have worked. Um, otherwise, you know, we'll be honest with you too. Like, Hey, sometimes, you know, their jimmies are better than your Joe's. And mm. so be it, we're not going to deliver, you know, come to you and say, you know, Zach, you can test this. And say, we never once said to you, Hey, you know, do exactly what we say, and you're gonna be in a state title again. <laughs> right. It's, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have talked to you if that's what you told me. Right. I would have been like, and "All right, we're done." <laughs> we we just promised you that we would install a system, and you know, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we would install it well, and we would, you know, be always open and available for questions. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we try to do. Um, we're middle class, blue collar guys, and we're, we don't want to charge an arm and a leg for stuff because we know high schools are on tight budgets as they are. And uh, we just truly we get more enjoyment out out of uh, helping other coaches and working with good kids that want to get better. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean. I- for any coach out there who's thinking about reaching out and I'll put your, uh, your website in the show notes. Okay. It's definitely, I mean, guys, I'm talking to the listeners, I guess. Right. But it is definitely worth every penny. Cause I mean, you guys came in, were prepared. I mean, your notes for each day were impeccable. And then we got everything done in you know, initial install in three days. And you were there coaching and, and we were, you were involved in the staff and, yeah, it was just so cool. I mean, it's really, I mean, it's, it's the best money I think that you can spend if you want to, you know, install the power T, which I would think everybody would want to do that. Right. Why not? So, uh, you know, you guys did such an awesome job. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, the offense has been good to us. Um, obviously it's popular in the state of Michigan. Um, and it's slowly starting to spread across the country, but, uh, I hope I hope it doesn't get too popular. I hope it kind of stays under the radar. Right. But uh, Coach, this podcast is under the radar, so you're good. I mean, we're only our, like we only have like 150 people listening. That's cool. That's, it's a club. Yeah, that's all right. That's how that's how we do it, man. Um. So you also are the like director of camps. Talk about that a little bit. How does that work for you in the summer? Cause I don't, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So, um, I'm the director of our summer camps for our school. So basically I'm in charge of managing, promoting, doing the management from the financial end, the registration and, um, the logistics, you know, like ordering t-shirts, delivering them, mm. that kind of stuff. 
And uh, for a school of our size, we're division seven in the state of Michigan. We have roughly 340, 350 kids. Um, we're actually on the smaller end of the spectrum of high schools in the state of Michigan. Hmm. But we also offer more varsity sports than any other school. I can't even think of another school near us that comes close. Oh, my gosh. We offer, I don't know, 26, 27 varsity sports. Jeez. Um, but it's and it's a good it's a good thing and a bad thing. Um it's a good thing in the way that probably ninety percent of our students participate in some kind of sport. Mm-hmm. Um if you're a you know, a coach, you have to be patient because you're gonna have kids that play other sports, like for us in football. I think last we checked and did the math, it was somewhere around like 89, 89, 88% of our kids played three sports year round. Oh my gosh. So, you know, yeah, at times, like, especially in the winter, the weight room looks really bleak and you're like, oh man, this, we're going to suck next year. And yeah, but you realize that, okay, they're competing in basketball, they're competing in wrestling or, mm-hmm. you know, baseball, track, lacrosse. It's, uh, bowling, bass fishing. I mean, it's just on and on. It's mm. it's something. Um, I think the key is, you know, you got to be flexible as a coach and offer multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, we just hired a new athletic director, made official today. Um, so we'll see how that turns out as far as our weight room uh, strength conditioning program going forward. I know there's been a push for a unified strength program across the board in a school. Mm-hmm. And the best schools I've been at as a coach were the schools that that succeeded, I should say, succeeded athletically, were schools that had a unified strength program mm. across the board. So we'll see what happens. But, um, but yeah, want- so as far as directing summer camps, it's doing a lot of management and, um, you know, and I know the kids, you know, the kids working the camps, the kid, you know, the coaches will run the camps, the student athletes will work the camps as instructors and mm. working with them. It's always good just to work with, you know, if you work with the kids in your building and getting and always seeing them in different lights. But um, for me, it's nice because I get to see our potential students, income students, you know, down the road and track them from early grades through up and see if they come up and come to our school. So, Mm. yeah, see it from a lot of different angles, administratively, coaching wise. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't want, I'll definitely want to give a shameless plug for my most recent podcast before this one. We, our County hired a guy, his name's Eric Jett. And yeah, he's the guy that runs all our strength and conditioning. And we're just getting it off the ground this past year was the first year. And I think it's awesome. I think it's such a great idea to do that. Are you guys, do you think you guys are going to get into that? Is that something I you're going to so. do? I think we'll go towards a unified program, especially with this, the, t- the population we have as many kids as participate. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense. And uh, I've yet to see a sport where the experts come out and say, Hey, Strength training wouldn't be a good idea. There's not one. Yeah, 
So I'm all for it. Um, I think that kids need to be in the weight room, even if it's just for injury prevention. So, mm-hmm. yeah, heck yeah. So, what are you guys looking like going forward this year? What's your, what's your thoughts on the season? No, you don't have to give me secrets, obviously, but what sure. do you see like going forward for, for all season? Uh, I've I've always been from the school of thought of being cautiously optimistic. Mm. I know we have we have a long ways to go. Um, in our league, we're the smallest school by a couple divisions, but we always have a target on our back because we're the only private school in a school of public schools. Um, in a league full of public schools, pardon me, but uh, we're kind of like the you know when the when Notre Dame or the Yankees come to town, mm-hmm. nobody likes us because you know we're the out you know we're kind of different from everybody, but that's okay. Um, we take pride in our school. Um, our kids will work hard. They're going to be disciplined, but the thing we stress every year is is you don't get seven points just because of that gold helmet you put on or. Mm. Or, or those gold, those green jerseys you put on because there's a lot of guys that came before you that put their blood, sweat, and tears into building our program. And and I'm sure, you know, I'm not alone in saying this. Um, I'm sure coaches that coach at any program that has high expectations in a year could validate what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, that every year is different. I don't care what you did the year before that the chemistry of every single team is always different. Mm. Um, this year we have a lot of kids that work hard and don't have a lot to say, which can be good and bad. Um, I don't know how many vocal leaders we have, but we have leaders that will eventually emerge. We're just waiting on them to emerge. So mm. that's awesome. And yeah, that's just so good that, you know, I, like even as a program like y'all's, it's hey, let's just get better. Let's just keep working. Yeah, humble, hardworking. That's the ticket. That's it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It, it starts. It starts at the top. Um, our head coach played in the program. Is an alumni. Was a, you know obviously played in the program. So this program is important to him. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Um, let's see here myself our defensive coordinator, our running backs coach, um, hmm. our JV head coach, um, and one of his assistants are all alumni. So out of, you know, I think only all but three assistant coaches are alumni. Oh, so wow. this program matters to us, you know, because we lived it. Hmm. And, we lived it when we were practicing at a park on the east side of town and and mm. you know like and i joke with people because you know they'll give me a hard time and say like oh you guys coach at the private school you probably got all these nice things and no you know zach i was telling you guys some of you and a couple of your other staff members this like no our locker room at school is the is the wrestling room except we put two by fours on the wall and they hang their their uh, laundry sack on a t- on a two by four with a nail. Hmm. Like, hey, man. and we get bus to practice and bus back to practice from practice. Like hmm. it's 
we play at the we play at a public field in the middle of Monroe with barbed wire fences surrounding the field. It's we are who we are, but we like it. It's that's so great. You have such that your school has such an identity because I think that's what really helps people to to sustain success. There you go. Nothing fancy. It's we will not. The day we become about individuals will be the day I'm no longer there. But um, mm. we have yet to become about individuals. Yeah, that's so good. Coach, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. I really uh, appreciate you doing this. And uh, I will put the link to your your website in the show notes. And, man, listeners out there, football coaches, hit up Coach Matt because he is full of wisdom. Yeah, um, they can hit, you know, obviously the website. Um, you can put my email in there or on Twitter. I'm on mm-hmm. there under Coach McElvaney. Um, that's uh, Coach and then M-C-E-L-V-A-N-Y. Um, on Twitter there as well. Um, be glad to help you. Do what I can to help you out. Absolutely. I will put all that in text in the show notes. Coach, you're the man. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks, Zach. Take care, buddy.